Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We have talked about loneliness uh, frequently on this show because loneliness is an epidemic. And Star Tribune has had a, a series on it recently. And I saw this this week that Minneapolis ranks second among America's mm. loneliest cities. But here's the thing that's based on the amount of people who live alone. And my question, first question for our next guest, who is Dr. David Nathan, psychologist with Alina Health, uh, does someone who live alone, Dr. Nathan, automatically mean that they're lonely? Hi, Adam. Uh, it's great to be here. Hi, Hi Jordana. Um, so when psychologists are talking about loneliness, there's four main categories that they're looking at. Uh, they're looking at people who have few social connections, people who are living alone, people who don't have uh, folks that they have close friendships with, they don't have anyone they can really talk to about things that are important to them, and people who are spending more time alone when they would like to be spending time with others. So, so, spe- so living alone is one of those big four categories that we see as part of loneliness. Why is Minnesota number two, Doc? That seems terrible. <laughs> well, I think that I think there's a, a lot of things going on there. Um, I think that Minnesotans tend to, if, if the folks in the Midwest, we tend to be quieter. I have a very good friend um, who is from Philadelphia, and he jokes about how when he was growing up, he and his friends would be really open and and um, talk about all kinds of things and say like, you know, what's wrong with that shirt? You look stupid and all kinds of stuff. He's <laughs> like, you Minnesotans are so reserved and so polite, and you and you never say anything. You never want to offend anyone. There's such a limited scope of the things you guys talk about. You're like, I'm surprised you guys don't all have you know aneurysms and 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 just die. Um, you know, he was joking. But I think when I've traveled around the United States, I've noticed that a lot of people do have a tendency to be more open and be more comfortable about talking about a whole range of things and, and don't necessarily feel like people need to be quiet or, or need to kind of keep their opinions to themselves and, and are a little bit more comfortable with that. And because that's the culture here, I think people are just more likely. Uh, there's probably a couple other things, too. There's, there's lots of factors to it. We're cold and we don't go outside as much when it's cold and we kind of tend to stay within our own homes. Yes. And I think that's mm-hmm. a big one. Um, but I think just kind of like this this kind of Scandinavian tendency we have here also contributes to that. But back to my original question, if somebody decides, you know what, I I just want to live by myself, I want to live alone, but I still have a good group of friends, even maybe a significant other who doesn't live with me, but can someone live alone and still uh, not be lonely? Does it... Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's not like one of these things is 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 it. Um, but we are concerned about loneliness because loneliness is is attached to a whole bunch of other risks that people can have, uh, and and so. Someone, if someone is, so some people just, you know, they, they, they're introverted. They like to spend a lot of time by themselves. That's fine. But when, but, but most, there's kind of a range. You know, most people like having a certain amount of interaction with other people. Um, so if somebody is living by themselves and if they don't have a lot of uh, good friendships and they wish they were spending more time with other people and they're not, and, and those other issues are going on, that's when we're concerned. Yeah, I, w- I would say it's not simply are you living alone. It's, it's are you happy with the amount of connection you're having with people. Um, and if you're not, that's where the rubber really hits the road. 
Yeah, I think there's definitely a difference, Adam, between yeah. being alone and loneliness. Yeah, you know, or being, I, or I being an introvert, right? Like, an, and if yeah, someone who's an introvert is not necessarily mm-hmm. lonely, right? Uh, mm-hmm. No, definitely not. Some people need just—they just the way their brain works. They just need yes. more connections with other people, and need to spend more time with other people, and that's just fine. Other people they need less, and that's fine too. There's no right or wrong way to be. Uh, we are talking to Dr. David Nathan. He's an Alina Health psychologist. Uh, Dr. Nathan, explain to us now we're seeing links between loneliness and our physical health. Why is being lonely so dangerous for our physical health? Sure. Well, in general, even people who don't like spending a lot of time with people, we still have a certain amount of need to interact with people. Um, For some people, it might not be very much, but everyone has a need to connect a little bit. And when people are not getting that need met, even if it's a little bit or or if it's a tremendous amount, um, we start having problems. Uh, Loneliness is is connected to heart disease. It's connected to increased risk for stroke, physical Hmm. injuries, substance abuse, dementia, depression, and even shortened lifespan. This to me... This to me sounds like it's a significant problem uh, with older people, right? I mean, that's who we're really concerned about at this point, aren't we? Well, it's interesting because we're seeing increased um, rates of loneliness, and that's kind of across all four dimensions of loneliness. We're seeing that, according to the CDC and a lot of other studies um, that come out every every year, too. We're seeing that for every, for all adults, and, it, and probably oh. for, for people under 18, too. There's not as much research. Hmm. But in particular, we are seeing it. Uh, much higher among people who are 72 years and older. But we are also seeing that the highest group that we're seeing the increased rates of, of loneliness is not people who are only 70, 70 years, 72 years and older. It's people who are 18 to 22 years oh, old, too. Wow. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because they're, is it social media? Is that to blame? Why? Well, I think it's a lot of things. I think a lot of people do spend time on screens. And when we mm-hmm. tend to when I spend time on screens, we tend to kind of be in our own worlds, kind of checking out the thing that we are really interested in, and we're not necessarily connecting with other people. So, you know, when you see these pictures of families at the table and everyone's on a screen, I think that's true. Um, I, I think also when people are in high school, um, socializing is kind of built in. You know, you see your people at lunch and your classes, you have your lockers next to them, and it's sometimes we don't necessarily build skills when our environment kind of gives us that that thing that we're looking for just by being in that environment. When we're yeah. at school, we kind of connect with our friends. We don't necessarily learn, like, oh, yeah, i got to set aside time to connect with people. i got to set aside time to, to, you know, grab dinner and go out and do things. Um, so that can, you know, in that that 18 to 22-year period, um, that can be something that people are kind of learning how to do that and, and, and figuring mm-hmm. out how to do that outside of school. That's such a great point. Here's a question yeah. for you. If, you. if you have someone in your life who you think may you might think okay i think that person is a little lonely how do i determine whether or not they are experiencing loneliness as opposed to someone who maybe is just an introvert that's the first question then second how do i help that person baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app Sure. Well, I, I think that we can always reach out to someone and just kind of check in on them and say, you know, how are you doing? How are you, how are you feeling? Um, because, yeah, it, it's hard to say just because someone doesn't go out, that doesn't necessarily mean they're, 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 
experiencing loneliness. That just might be what's comfortable right. for them. So I always say, you know, ask, uh, you know, talk to someone. Um, if they say they're having a hard time, if they're feeling kind of down, you know, we can always, we can always invite them to do stuff with us. Um, if they're asking for advice, I would always recommend that someone, um, you know, find some organizations. The Twin Cities are, is full of biking clubs and running clubs and chess clubs and all kinds of other activities. If they're religious, I would encourage them to get involved with their religious community. Um, there's all kinds of things that people can do. Sometimes people feel really concerned that they don't have the social skills. I work with a lot of young men who are really concerned about their social skills, and they, and they think that other people won't like them. These are things that can all be taught. Um, there's a really wonderful book called Good Inside by Dr. Becky Kennedy. Um, it's specifically for parenting, but she also talks about the skills in this book are all about relationships with everybody, not just with kids, um, and also your relationship with yourself and how you talk and treat yourself. I've, in, in the last couple of weeks, um, I've talked to people who are reading this book, uh, who are patients of mine. I have a, a, a man who's engaged, and his wife is reading this book and has, has been encouraging him to read it so their relationship, they don't even have kids, mm. so their relationship mm. can be better. I've talked to men on the autism spectrum who are reading this book and like, wow, I've never really thought about using these techniques to talk to people and, and, um, and kind, of, kind of build myself up and things like that. So I think that is a really fantastic book. And also there's some really good uh, resources on the Internet. There's some crummy resources on the Internet, too, where people say, hey, we'll teach you how to you know, feel confident. And, and if, there, if these are things like belittling other people, I would not say that that's a good resource, but there are some really good techniques. And I think people knowing that, Hey, if, if you don't feel com- confident in your social skills, this is something you can absolutely learn. This is something you can absolutely learn. We might not be the most charming person. We're not going to be um, uh, Anna Kendrick or Dwayne Johnson, um, but we can definitely learn. Well, we can learn those social skills well enough to be successful in everyday settings. We're talking to Dr. David Nathan, a line of health psychologist. You mentioned young men that you work with young men. I feel like we have a problem with our young men in this country that they are. They feel isolated and lonely, and that in turn leads to a lot of problems we see with young men. Am I wrong there, or is is that accurate? Yeah, I think think it's complicated, and I think a small group of people, a small group of young men are having a real hard time. I think there are, and there's also just kind of the process of growing up, and for a lot of guys, that's, you know, for a lot of people, that's difficult. Um, But I, I think there are some difficulties that guys are facing now that they haven't faced in the past. Can like you what? briefly share? Yeah, yeah like, like what, what are young men experiencing? Oh, man, how much time do we have? I think a lot mm-hmm. of guys really worry about what's the, the right way to be, um, you know, both manly uh, in kind of traditional ways of being manly, um, but also be kind of thoughtful. And t- like, how do, I, how do I kind of cover the board? How do I, how do I be tough but not rude? How do I be sensitive, but um, uh, not in a way that people are going to criticize me or look down on me? And mm. it, it's, a, it's, it's tough to, to kind of hit all those bases. Like how do you become the modern-day Adam Carter? I think that's what young men want to know. <laughs> right. Sensitive, right. strong, yeah. and yeah. sensitive, like me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this was a great conversation. Thank you, Dr. David Nathan uh, from Alina, psychologist. Uh, we should keep talking about yes. this, keep working yep. on this. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, there's there's shame involved in this, and there shouldn't be. And um, thank you for the tips and the expertise today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Adam, what did you think about what he said about our Norwegian culture making us not so much talkers 
or uh, there is something to that. To the there loneliness is, is there it, that, uh, and geographically, I think where we live too has something to do with it. About you know because people hibernate in the right. winter. But I think that is part. There is something to that psychology. Whether or not it is, is it Scandinavian nature? Maybe it is. But you know, somebody has a great. Uh, what do you call that when you um, Minnesota? May I never, never, ever speak offensively to anyone. I've never heard that before. That's so good. Hmm. Uh, acronym, is that what we call that? An acronym. <clears throat> An acronym. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, does that have something to do with, probably does. I mean, look, and, and the weather for sure, because it's like when it's warmer up, just more people are outside and you have more interaction with people as opposed to the when it's cold out. So that might have something to do with it, but... Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I definitely think the part he's talking about were young men. And I think it has to do with, I do think young men have felt constrained by uh, kind of uh, changing society. Like the, the the accusatoriness of toxic Correct. masculinity, yep. of of if they're allowed to what we would have called like make a pass or approach a girl without Absolutely. getting accused yep. of touching them inappropriately. Yep. I, I think there is a fine mm-hmm. line oh, these for sure. days yep. between those and no, I'm not. Know, what could yeah. be physical relationships. And I'm not yes. saying, no, yeah, all men should be able to be, you know, just grope, right. grab women. No, that's not what of I'm saying. Not. But the kind of, you know, that pendulum swinging where, you know, we had the Me Too movement where it really has mm-hmm. changed, especially how we raise mm-hmm. our young men, you know, and mm-hmm. it's very good and something that we'll keep talking about. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 